So I started uh, this real estate brokerage in 2004, and uh, I had a goal to get into our own space or to buy a, a commercial building that we could really build out home basics real estate. That was a goal of mine. I started in a little space that we were renting in uh, Pleasant Grove, and I thought it'd be really neat to just develop our, our, a new home for home basics real estate. And uh, I was uh, kind of out there looking, and I found a really neat opportunity that came my way, which I'll always be very grateful for. There was a couple old brothers that invested in a lot of real estate at one point in time. They had a a couple of office condos on Orem Boulevard, and uh, they hadn't really done anything with that property for a long time. It was kind of in disrepair. And uh, I noticed that they were offering seller financing on that building. Now, to, to finance a commercial building with a bank is a very difficult thing. Some banks just have no appetite for, uh, for some properties, older commercial in particular. Or if they do, you're talking 30% down and you have to have tremendous assets to back you up and money in the bank and all this stuff. So I thought this was a really unique opportunity for me as a young real estate broker. I just had started the company and I was doing well. And these old boys were, were offering to sell or finance it. So I'd love to have a conversation about seller financing and how you and I have taken advantage of that on a few different projects. But this office building in particular uh, was a neat opportunity. All I had to do was put 10% down, and these old guys held the financing for me. They acted as the bank. That's what seller financing is. They owned it free and clear, so they had every right to you know, take payments from me. And and we set it up through an escrow company, which is always key when we do these seller financing deals. And they were pleased as punch. They had a, an old commercial building that was beat up, needed a lot of work. There was no tenant in there. And so therefore they had no cash flow. And suddenly I come along, I put 10% down and they've got cash flow and they have no responsibility to fix up that property. So today I want to talk about maybe the pros and cons of seller financing as a, an owner yeah. or a seller, yeah. and then the pros and cons of you know, seller financing as a buyer, because there are many, on, on, many pros, I think, than, than cons on both yeah. those sides. But seller financing. Yeah, let's unpack a lot of what you just said, and I think you're right. Let's, let's break it down. Um, returning to the definition of seller financing, yeah. let's just make sure that people understand that. Uh, you mentioned that uh, the seller is is carrying back the financing. They're becoming the bank. Yeah. And how is their interest in that property secured? Yeah, I mean, it's all closed through a title company. The seller actually provides a policy of title insurance. Um, it is recorded down there at the county. They have an interest in the property. They're going to be the first lien holder on the property. Mm-hmm. So really, they find themselves in a, in a great position. Yeah. And uh, obviously, it's a lot better to be the bank yeah. uh, than, than the person paying the interest. So yeah. seller financing in, 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 in this particular scenario was such a no-brainer for them. Yeah. And just to clarify, for, for again, for our listeners here, does the title transfer? It does transfer. Yes, yeah. it does. So that's really important. So so you as the buyer are the owner of that mm-hmm. property. Right. The previous owners, the ones who are carrying back the financing, are simply the holder of the note. Right. Okay, so that's really important to understand because there are different strategies like lease options and things like yeah. that. This is not that. This is seller financing where you are buying that property and it becomes yours. So you can do with that 
what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why would somebody do seller financing as a seller? Why would right. they offer that uh, term? Well, a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, people get used to the cash flow in their life. Yes. They might have a, an old property they've been renting for years and years and years, and they love the cash flow coming in, but they hate all of the maintenance and the management and the headaches and everything else that come along with owning property. Assuming somebody doesn't put it with a good property management company like we have. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people who own property, and they just that's, that's part of their life is responding to the leaky toilets and the tenants and everything else. They just get to a point where they just don't want to do that anymore, but they need that cash flow. Yeah. They've got to have that cash flow. And that's one of the reasons why they might turn to seller financing that property off. They still get the cash flow, but as you mentioned, all the headaches of owning that property are now the headaches of the buyer. So that's one of the reasons why people would want to want to do that is to maintain that cash flow. Second reason, there's many reasons, but second, I think that one should look at is the tax benefits. Yeah. The tax benefits because you're you're spreading the gain that some of these people that have owned property for decades will have a tremendous gain that they'll pay taxes on if they receive all that money. Uh, so they can kind of spread that all over a few years. Yeah. And um, so tax benefits, huge. I, I think that's really powerful. I think that rather than taking that gain all in one year, mm-hmm. which can be a real hardship for some people, yeah. um, they're able to spread that out over time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think a third pro is the fact that these mortgages, whether it's a carryback or traditional financing from a bank, they're very front end loaded with interest. Yeah. So if I'm, if convinced you to carry back a note and I'm paying you on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. most of my payment is interest. I could be paying on that note for five to 10 years and still most of that payment is interest. Yeah. That's income mm-hmm. for the person that's carrying back that note. And so if you look at the numbers on that, that can be really exciting. And as you mentioned earlier, to be able to receive this cash flow, this stream of income for years into the future, Mm -hmm. but not have to deal with a single tenant, a single turnover, a single leaky toilet, right? That's really really exciting for somebody Mm -hmm. who's who just doesn't want to have the time, dedicate the time and energy to managing properties, but still wants that income. Well, there's the liability piece too. You're, you're, you're yeah. not, you don't have the liability. You don't have the liability anymore as a landlord. So imagine if you have five properties uh, free and clear, and your end game is to sell or finance all five properties. By the way, call us. <laughs> we, <laughs> might, we might be interested in taking a look at your portfolio. So I think that's a, that's a huge deal. Uh, on the buyer side, why is it so powerful as a buyer to sell or finance? Well, um, in no particular order, but one of the first things that comes to my mind and what we've been able to take advantage of in the past is the fact that the closing costs yeah. for us as a buyer are so Almost significantly nil. lower yeah. than if we were to go to a bank and get a conventional loan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might, uh, you're going to have a few uh, fees to the title company to close the deal. Yeah. It's possible that the owner up front says, hey, I'd like to be paid a, a couple of thousand dollars maybe as sort of yeah. a, a, maybe an origination fee if you might call it that. But it's uh, as opposed to probably up to 3% yeah. to, of closing costs to get a, a conventional right. loan. So let's say there's a $300,000 property. 
your closing cost to take out a traditional 30-year mortgage could be as high as 3%, 9000 9, bucks. Yeah. And on seller financing, if somebody's willing to do that for you, gosh, it could be $500. Yeah. And they go down the, the county and, and record in your name, and it's a done deal, and you just make those payments. We'll talk about the mechanics in just a minute of, of sure. uh, how that, that's set up. But as a buyer, a uh, couple things that, you, you know, that are really powerful. Number one, if you're a buyer who is self-employed, and cannot get traditional financing. Well, I'll tell you, there's not a group that's more <laughs> discriminated against than the self-employed when it comes yeah. to taking a mortgage, right? Self-employed people sometimes have a large chunk of money, so they can put that chunk of money down and yeah. set up the financing. So self-employed's great. Investors are great because it doesn't occupy one of your one of those precious spots. Uh, your, you know, some some banks only allow you to have a certain amount of their right. mortgages, their product in your name, so that frees up a spot. And um, and then it's just a, a really slick and easy way to get into maybe your first property. And why is that important? Because if you go to a traditional lender, they're going to want to see your tax returns. And it's sort of this discussion, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a rental property on your tax returns? And if so, it make, makes it much easier to get financing for yeah. your first rental property. So it's really good, I think, for especially for beginner investors. Yeah, great way to get into your first investment. Um, the ease of it is so great. Yeah. Um, because you're not going through, now you can have an appraisal done on it if you yeah. want to. Might be smart if you're not familiar with the market. Right. Make sure you're negotiating a good price. But it's not going through all of the traditional process, loan processing, the loan underwriting. If we came to terms with a seller, we could be closing on that within a week. Absolutely. So the ease of it is great, especially as we try to you know, invest at a fast pace. Um, being able to come across a deal where we can sell our finance yeah. just really allows us to close deals very yeah. quickly. Let's talk about a real scenario in our own, own portfolio. We'll talk about the setup, and um, and we'll talk about maybe the mechanics of it. And maybe some terms, too. Yeah. What are some terms that need to be negotiated? Yeah. I think so, that would be really helpful. We're talking about a property that we owned uh, that we own here in Orem. And uh, a couple came to us. They knew that we were active investors in real estate. They knew that we would keep the property up well. It's in a beautiful neighborhood. And uh, they came to us, and they said, we own this home free and clear. Uh, we would love to sell or finance it. We see the value. They've, they had penciled it out, right? Uh, and they said, would you guys be interested? And, and we said, absolutely. Um, on that home, real numbers on it, we bought for 220000 They wanted us to put $20,000 down. Or I think it was 10%, so it probably would have been $22,000 down. Yeah. And so the note was right around 200000 and the interest on that was at 5%. At the time, that was a little higher than what the interest rate was. Yeah. And let me just tell you right now that the interest rate is typically higher than what the bank could give you if you got a traditional mortgage on it. So be, you know, certainly be aware of that. And I don't want to sidetrack you. Yeah. But I'm okay paying a higher interest rate because of the low closing costs. Right. When you factor in your closing costs... With the interest rate, mm-hmm. that effective interest rate or your APR is a lot yeah. higher. Yeah. So with the seller financing, don't be afraid to pay no. a higher interest Not rate to be able to get those low closing costs. Now, the first thing that I looked at when, when we looked at this property is it, the home is owned free and clear. And to me, that means everything. I mean, you can wrap a mortgage 
uh, where you know you make a payment yep. to the escrow company, and the escrow company makes a payment to the underlying mortgage, and then yep. makes a payment to the person who's seller financing done. to you. It's done and all the time. It, it's done all the time. I don't love that scenario. I would rather, as a buyer, I would rather seller finance something where it's there's no underlying mortgage. Absolutely. I love there's that. some risk in doing a seller financing where there's right. an underlying mortgage. Yeah. Risk so I love that this was on free and clear. Yeah. And so we came in, put our 10% down payment, 5% on the uh, on the interest rate. We set it up through an escrow company. There's a one-time setup fee for an escrow company to do this. Peanuts. It's minimal. It just doesn't even factor and then, in. And then you can negotiate on a monthly basis uh, to split that fee of overseeing this, the, all the accounting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's like $18 a month. So I, we I think were paying it's less than that. Nine bucks. They were paying nine bucks, yeah. something like that. But what they're doing is they're servicing the loan. Yeah. So that's it's not me in my office keeping track of right. all the principal and interest and all the payments and all that right. kind of thing on a spreadsheet. Yeah. I I didn't get your payment this month. Yeah. It's yes, money well spent to have a third party escrow yeah. company tracking mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah. And so uh, in this particular scenario, this the this the sellers kind of knew us. But see, a seller can kind of scope you out as a buyer, right? Sure. Uh, in fact, they have the uh, they can ask for your tax returns. They can oh, see sure. bank statements. Uh, they could verify your employment. I mean, they could kind of do what a traditional mortgage could ask lender for a credit report. They you could, could ask have for a some report. some loose underwriting going on to make yeah. sure that they're going to get involved with somebody who's going to make the payment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we made that payment over uh, about a five year period. Well, we originally had had said that we would we would amortize it over thirty years. Mm-hmm. It would be due in five years. Yeah. By the way, not only did we put the down payment in there, but we went in and did a remodel on that. We did. And we did. Uh, so we put quite a bit of money into that home and uh, made that, it nicer. That, which, and uh, the seller loved that because that just made the collateral even more valuable. That yeah. put them in even a better a better state there. Well, five years later, interest rates are just so tempting right yeah. now. And so we actually just refinanced that uh, that uh, property into a we went from 5% seller financing down to 3.625 on uh, on a traditional 30-year mortgage. But you know, if we look back, Jared, over the 5 plus years that we made payments on, how much interest do you think we that we paid? I think it was something like 50 to $60,000 worth I of interest. I recall it if, when I looked at that one time somewhere on 48,000, 50,000. And by the way, did we pay the interest? No, the tenant the tenants paid the interest. It's been a great rental. It's actually been a really great rental. <laughs> it's been a great and rental. Consequently, you know, we wanted to refinance that and get a lower interest rate because I think we'll hold on to that home for a oh, long time. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the the amount of principal really that we chewed down on that was only something like twenty thousand yeah. dollars or something like that. So they really uh, did very well on that property, and so did we. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, as a, as, a, as a seller, if I'm wanting to seller finance to somebody, I would love to see a large down payment. I want as high, high as interest rate as possible. I want a renegotiation in, say, two years or five years or something like that. In other words, you don't want to commit to holding the note for you don't 30 years. You don't have to. Years. You can negotiate that. that and, and after five years, you might say, man, I love this arrangement. Let's go for it. Yeah. And keep, you know, you extend for another five years. By the way, there's a lot of people out there buying these notes mm-hmm. as an investment. Sure. So even if you said, "Oh, I need my money out," there's and, ways to and get there's out ways to get out of, to get out of that for sure. Okay. So as a as a buyer, what do you want? I just told you a seller wants as much down as possible. What does what does a buyer want? Well, you know, a buyer wants to do the deal 
number one, and this is a great way to get into a deal. But they're going to obviously want to pay lower interest. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to want to have it amortized over a longer period of time. So yeah. a seller financing, they might say, well, we want to amortize it over 15 years. Right. And so we might shoot for 30 years. Um, and then just kind of making sure that uh, you're keeping fees as low as possible. It's, again, not unreasonable for a seller to say, hey, I want $2,000 up front or something like that mm -hmm. as a fee to do this for you. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, too, is that I was just talking to a buddy of mine who did a seller financing deal, and he actually gets penalized. He's the buyer. Mm -hmm. The seller puts something in there where the where the buyer gets penalized if they pay it off sooner than 10 years. Because <laughs> they just love this arrangement. Well, they want the arrangement and then the tax consequences, yeah. I think, is why yeah. he put that term in there. I thought yeah. that was an interesting thing. So yeah. there's lots of different things that you can do. And, you know, there might be some things that are illegal or whatever you want to you know we want to make sure you're doing that but you could do some some cool terms that really creates right. a great relationship with that seller well seller financing was a staple in the 80s because interest rates were so high um, seller financing became um, really popular when the market was down and then recently even though we're in a great market I'm still seeing some I'm seeing some seller financing opportunities and, and I think the reason why is because people find themselves in such a great position on some of these properties mm -hmm. that that they think it's a it's a, a great thing, exit strategy for them to do very good exit so, strategy for how do you find seller financing uh, on the MLS that can tell us sometimes if you just network with people that yeah. have properties and hadn't considered maybe they're telling you man I, I'm just so tired of this property and you say oh, well, why? Let's take a look at it. Let's analyze that together. Would you consider seller financing to me and explain all those benefits? If you have a property, somebody listening, or if you know of somebody that has a property and they're just kind of tired of it, please give us a call. Yeah. Let's explore this idea with you. We'd be happy to pick it up, maybe pitch it to one of our investors, and uh, it will make it worth your time, their time, uh, see if that deal works. Yeah, we're we're ideal candidates to allow the seller financing because we have a track record. In other yeah, words, we can we say, do. "Hey, we've done that with this and this and this and this person," and uh, they'll be able to say, "Yeah, the, the Showers Brothers they pay on time and mm -hmm. uh, and are great to work with." So yeah, if you guys anybody listening to this has some kind of opportunity for us, please give us a call. We'd love to analyze it, take a look at it, and maybe see if we can include you in in the deal. Yeah. Well, great strategy. Glad we glad we got time. Yeah, I hope that, that this content was helpful. I think uh, we could continue the conversation and talk about other things, but I think we'll end for now. I think that's a really good, at least, introduction of the concept and the idea that seller financing is out there and available if you look for it and you're able to talk the talk and be able to really explain the benefits to your uh, uh, to to whoever you're you're going to do this with. You bet.